Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Woo! The crowd goes crazy. Every day this week is Octave Easter. baby. Yeah, it's Octave. really fun. Octave. Isn't that the name of a YouTube album? Octave Baby? Could be. Yeah. I don't know that, but yeah. it could be. Yeah, it probably yeah. is. Happy feast day. Yeah, and with your spirit. Amen. You know, I love Easter week. Uh, if you have a chance to go to daily mass, every day is Easter. Like, we just keep celebrating Easter every day. All right, one thing. Tell me, is this just make me a bad person? The Office of Readings every morning is the exact same. No, it's not. This The, the Psalms are. And the Wait, antiphons. The morning prayer. The morning prayer. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you're right. I said Office of Readings. Yeah, the morning yeah. prayer. Yeah. I just after a while, I'm well, like, but it's not even. It's just the psalms that are the same. Sunday and the antiphons. Yeah, Sunday one. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, it does. But it it gets kind of complicated, a little bit confusing. But you're gonna you're gonna manage your way. You're gonna bull your way through it. You I think know so? You're, I know. You think so? I have most confidence right. in you. Thank okay. you. Okay, how was Holy Week and all that? Everything turned out good? So I just... You preached on Thursday? I preached on Friday. Oh, I thought you did Thursday. Okay. No, I preached oh. on Friday. And it was really awesome. I mean, it's such... I mean, wow, what a great environment to preach, right? You know? And yeah. um, I actually went to... I did two Good Friday services. My parish has two churches in it. So I was the deacon of the altar at the first one, and then I was deacon of the word at the second one. So... I got to hear a homily. I got to go. It was like yeah, a nice yeah, dress yeah, rehearsal yeah, yeah, yeah. to do it. And actually, what was nice for me is it was, um, I just kind of recognized, oh, wait a second. You know, just like normally I gear my homily towards the reception of the Eucharist. But this one, I realized actually the focus of this is venerating the cross. Mm. And so really just talking about the cross was awesome. But wait, That's I thought cool. we were talking about sports. Why did you, why'd you go deep, man? You just went oh, deep right away. Right. We're going to do that. I don't know. There's not a lot to talk about in sports. Yeah, there is. There's what? a great deal to talk about. Well, go ahead. Well, how about your team being undefeated? Yeah. You, you don't even know, do you? you no, know, of course I know. All right, what's their record? Uh, 2-0. and oh. Really? I thought it was 9-0, oh, but whatever. What are we talking about? Tampa Bay. Buccaneers? Are the Buccaneers playing right now, Bob? No, are we talking about XFL? What are we talking about? Baseball. The Rays? Yeah, they have not lost yet. The ugliest baseball stadium in the You're United planet you're not wrong about Earth. that they've not lost yet so that's kind of interesting i'm going to a ball game tonight myself and six of the other yeah right friars. i'm not going no you are not yeah i would though i would have that was your chance that was your chance oh well you win some <laughs> you lose some um so yeah we're going to the ball game tonight wow that's but cold the masters uh played which was uh fun a lot whoa, of, a lot whoa. Of, Are we done with baseball? Yep. We got, didn't even talk about McCutcheon we got a lot returning to, to the Pirates. Oh, that's where I'm going tonight. And that's going to be exciting. Yep. If you don't know who McCutcheon is, I didn't until uh, probably about 10 minutes ago. He was a popular Pirates baseball player. Absolutely. Who played in other places yep. with some success. Yep, and he wanted to play for the Yankees to finish his career here. He, he wanted to finish his career here, and people were excited about that. Yep. But. I can't believe you're not talking about that D2 baseball player who broke, who never, he pitched a perfect game. No, he didn't. He was pitched a no-hitter. Yes, he did. Darn you, Bavanka. And then he got a first base hit, because they, they what, also what, bat. What's it called? Uh, first base hit, second base hit, third you're base so hit. so unbelievable. And a home run. Yes. He that's, hit for the cycle. That's called a full house. That's called hitting for the cycle. Yeah, that's really, I mean, terribly, terribly unusual. I learned that in NFP. There you go. Yep. He, yeah, I'm sure you did. <coughs> yeah, he, he, uh, very, very unusual. 
Yeah. So that was amazing. What was his name? No idea. Doesn't I don't matter. I know what time, team he played for. It wasn't one of the major like Power Five teams. <laughs> well, it's a D two like team. So. Oh, was it D two? Okay. Yeah, I, okay. that's what I think it was. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, that that honestly, that is pretty pretty incredible. Hit in a through no hitter, hit for the cycle. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Yep. Baseball. Wow. Going, what fun. We're going this evening against the Astros, so that should be Rashtros. fun. Seven of us. Uh, actually, it's supposed to be like sixty five degrees. Are you guys bringing little great. garbage cans to hit? Probably. Yeah. Probably you're welcome, Harfields. Um, yeah, so that was good. The <laughs> Masters was good. It was interesting. Went down to a player from the LIV. Was there a rain delay? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. So when we prep these things, sometimes Father Dave leaves me in a shroud of silence. And I'm like, was there a rain delay? He's like, you'll find out. It wasn't but, worth the wait, by the way. <laughs> no, there was. So how's that for your answer? <laughs> but it was fun because so I cooked and so wasn't wait, it a little... is the Masters over? Yeah, who, it, it who finished yesterday. It? John Rom who's really, really good. He's uh, uh, from Spain, really talented. The other guy that came in second was Brooks Pe- Kepka and as well as Phil Mickelson. So nobody, oh. nobody, nobody saw that coming. That Phil would come in third? Yeah, I think, I think he tied for second, actually. Dumb question. Didn't he do the live? I yeah, thought he was well, banned. That's just it. No, no, not for the majors. But Kepka did the live, too. And so it was two top live and then one PGA guy. So that was kind of the <laughs> big thing. It's like if if... Kepka would have won. PGA so the majors not. are not in the PGA. So the Open, the Masters. Right, right. I guess I just always thought it was all PGA. No, they're controlled. The U.S. Open is controlled by USGA Golf. The PGA Masters is actually controlled by the PGA Championship, not by the PGA Tour. Masters is a private club. Okay. But yeah, my hope and my prayer is I may be able to go to the Masters next year. So I'm just... You've been to one before, yeah? I'm not, not the Masters. Weren't you I, supposed to and something happened? <clears throat> Maybe one time I was supposed to and it was during Holy Week. So I kind of had to make a choice there. <laughs> and you chose badly. Uh, well, it was funny though. I preached at that and I said to the people, I said, you know, I was invited to go to the Masters this week. Everyone's like, because that's just, it's right? like the most sought off ticket. And I said, but I would rather be with you. And they're all like, yeah, yeah right. No, nobody yeah, believes. Yeah, nobody believes just by that. the fact that you had to say it out loud means you don't even believe That's that. That's right. I just okay. want to let you know. <clears throat> so two funny things happened. So one was on Thursday. I, I'd done all my um, cooking, shopping, and stuff early okay. so I could get it all done. And then like on Thursday, maybe it knows. Maybe it by Saturday. shopping, you mean like for food? Yeah, for food, right, okay. right. So Saturday morning, I realized that I needed like another thing of pasta in this kind. So I ran to the store Get it all. Just a, oh, just a little cart that I'm carrying because a little, whatever they're called, basket. Yes, they are called Realize, baskets. Realize, go to check out. I don't have my wallet. Ruh-roh. So I had to, so what I did is I kind of walked in the store and found a little aisle that didn't have a bunch of stuff in it. So I put it in the back of it, of the shelf, and then covered it with food. Nice. Went, went to the store, came back, I figured, to the house, to the friary. Came back and figured if it's there, it's there. Great. If it's not, well, I'll just start all over. So I come back and I, I move it in my little basket is there. And this nice. lady's kind of watching me because I walk in with nothing. And like five <laughs> seconds later, I open up and I have this basket. And she's looking at me like, I'm sure there's a reason for that. Yeah. But the other is uh, Heather and Jake are in town. Yes, uh, they Kim. are. Okay. So Heather was telling me, you know, we, we had that little Heather thing. and Jake Kim. Uh, yep. Heather Kim of the popular Abiding Together is podcast. Is it popular? For women only. Yeah. And then Jake does podcasts as well. Yeah, yeah, with Bob Schutz. With and, uh, Bob Schutz. Yeah, like, you know what I thought? Just to do a quick tangent, uh-huh. I think it'd be really great if I did a podcast with Bob Schutz and Bob Lesneski. And it would be the three Bobs. Oh, nice. And I think most of it would be a conversation of what should we talk about. That's a really good idea. It'd be fascinating. That would be. Yeah, it'd be fascinating. That would be. Yeah. So, 
Um, Heather, so you remember a couple of weeks ago we did that little thing about abiding together that we called them the little podcast. That, yeah, they're okay, cute. Right, yeah. they're cute. Yeah. So she posted that on her little <laughs> website, obviously thinking how funny it was. Well, she was sharing with me some of her listeners were like, who do they, <laughs> who do they think they are? That's so, and, and Heather's like, it's a joke. I mean, right. like our thousand downloads are a problem, right? Right, exactly. So she ended up having to take it off because the people were like, you know, who who do they think they are? You guys are so oh, that's too funny. And that was really, really funny. She actually was texting me right beforehand. She needs to use our studio this nope. afternoon. Nope. Get your, own, <laughs> get your own studio. Oh, now you want to be friends. Why don't you let her borrow that little uh, Samson mic that yeah, you had? Right, you know? Oh, right. yeah, we've got a mic yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'll just be plug, great. Just plug it into your phone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so that was good. Uh, Tritum was good. Oh, we're going to talk more about the Tritum in a second. So about yeah. Baseball, Masters. Well, uh, we haven't said anything. We're not going to, don't have to say much, but it's just interesting watching Trump get arrested and all that kind of thing. It's just, <laughs> it's just. Is, is un- being arrested the same as being arrained? I'm actually con- confused. About that. Well, you're arrested, and then you go in for an arraignment where you receive the charges and how oh, do you plead and that okay. kind of thing. So it's just, it's just, it's just a dumpster fire. So we'll just sit back and watch that. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, I think we're all caught up. NBA on the playoffs are locked in at okay. this point, all right. which you is guys, exciting. Cavs start with who? Uh, Cavs are going to start with Knicks. Oh, okay. Uh, but okay. It, first, we have a few days of what's known as the play-in tournament, okay. where the final, the the bottom, the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth ranked teams uh, have a single round competition to see who ends up in the seventh and eighth spot. Okay, what'd you guys it. get? Fifth. Well, we're in fourth, so fourth. we're doing oh, great. That's Actually, great. we ha- so that means we have in the first round home field, home okay. field, home court uh-huh. uh, advantage. If we beat the Knicks, and hopefully we will. We would play the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks versus whoever the Ooh, yeah, play in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'll be the that'll that'll be the challenging round. I yeah, yeah. I mean the Knicks will be a challenging round. You know, I mean the four and five team is always a great matchup. Sure, sure. Four you're and five, like, it's, yeah, you're it's so close to each toss. other. Um, but we've had good success against the Knicks uh, in the season, and it'll be just it's just fun to be in the playoffs. It's fun to be solidly in the playoffs. Have home court you'll be hearing much more about the Cavs and then meanwhile NHL is also starting to uh, jockey for various positions regarding um, their playoffs which will start in a couple weeks the Penguins are just barely out of the wild card but they could get in well that's what we're all hoping that is what we're all hoping coffee and this Connor morning. McGregor coffee this morning mm. wait a second Connor McGregor have you followed him at all of course yeah do you know who he is yeah okay why don't you say something interesting about Conor McGregor? Uh, he's he's kind of a a thug. He's an Irish kickboxer, boxer, MMF, something like that, and he's just a thug. MMF. Um, okay, I didn't mean that one. Maybe I got you know I totally said the name wrong. Conor McDavid. How about Conor <laughs> McDavid? Grief. Let's talk about you, Conor McDavid you for a second. You mock me. <laughs> You're unbelievable. Do you know who Conor McDavid is? No. He is a hockey player for the Avalanche and. Um, or maybe not the avalanche. He's Boy, really good. You want to start over on he's, this whole he's thing? He's really good. Now, why would we do that? Let's just, people know we don't actually prepare these things. He's a very good hockey player. He's just did 150 points oh, for the season. One of, one of six who have only ever done it ever, you know, with Gretzky and uh, Lemieux and stuff. And, and he's he's quite amazing, actually. So That is amazing. It's exciting. All right. That's it. That's enough that for promo. sports. Skip, skip ahead, folks. No, no, no. Don't skip ahead. This is actually... Well, you do it. You do it. You do what you want. You be you. You be you. You We're not. We're not judging you at all. Live your truth. Right now on campus, we're celebrating Student Employee Appreciation Week. So if you skipped this, 
It means you don't appreciate students. Who are employees. Or employees. Uh, Every semester, over 800 students are employed through our Student Work Opportunity Program. We abbreviate that to SWAP. These students work in almost every department across campus. They help physical plant keep our grounds beautiful, operate cameras in our video production studio, though there's not one filming it right now. That's a tripod. Work in a campus store, help guests during the student conferences, and much more. It's a great way for our students to gain job experience during their time on campus, and we are so thankful for all they do. You can learn more at franciscan.edu because I know you're burning like oh wait I want to know more at franciscan.edu though please tell me more I I have a feeling if you go to franciscan.edu because we didn't give any slash or anything else you're going to have to do a lot of searching it's not exactly our homepage. it's it's maybe not the driving story but if any uh, some of our student workers actually listen to our podcast as they do things around campus so we do love you and we are grateful for the hard work that you guys do Amen. Uh, for the university. We couldn't do it without you. Amen. Yeah. And it is actually really fun. You know, one of the things about the summer conferences that we often get, that I often hear the most from participants, hospitality, the student the workers. Students, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just our students being there and making a huge difference. And They're the best. Yeah, they really are. They really are very cool. Well, we, and you got to celebrate the triduum no, and that's just it. with they, many of our students. Yeah, it was great. So um, a lot of our students, I don't know how many, end up staying for the triduum break but i mean all of the liturgies the field house was packed mm. and it was it was wonderful i mean it's i i just love the triduum like you were alluding to you know to go each day you see the trend you know how it builds and you see the focus and and one of the things i encouraged our listeners last week was just to stay where jesus was and it's just such a beautiful opportunity but it particularly here on campus honestly those of you listening if you've never experience triduum on campus come and visit i mean it was funny because originally there was going to be class on monday um because of number of hours we couldn't we couldn't cancel it because in case we had a snow day so we right. didn't have a snow day so everyone was excited I, I said yeah i said let's uh, go ahead and cancel class on monday but some people had written us the particularly new students and new students or parents and saying you know what are they going to do if they're not home when celebrating the Triduum? And I said, you know, I wrote back. Trust said, us. Yeah, trust <laughs> us. I mean, I, and I shared this one family. I said, literally, alumni come back, parents right. come back. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just really, really beautiful. And it was just, you know, such a great, great celebration. I had the Thursday evening, which is one of the most beautiful, mm. I think one of the most beautiful liturgies. Um, it's a hard, it's actually, it's a hard liturgy to preach on because there's so many things that are going on. Right. Um, but it was great. The Triduum, uh, the Good Friday service, I agree. It's just it's just a beautiful service focusing on the cross. But then the vigil was, uh, it was, you know, I've been here a long time. It was probably one of the most beautiful vigils. Really? Yeah, the student lead, uh, Katie, who leads it, is just, first off, it you know, there used to be a badge of honor if you could go four hours, right? Get rid of <laughs> so it, it, was, it was about two hours and 45 minutes. That's it, great. it flowed beautifully. She did a beautiful thing with the Psalms. Okay. So the first Psalm, between all the seven readings, we do all the readings, the yes. first Psalm was just... Uh, the women in the choir, hmm. and then with no music, this no instruments. The second was the men, and then the third was maybe just the keyboard, and then the fourth was. So she it built up until you get to the glory. It was just nice progressive was, yeah, solemnity. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just beautiful, and you know we had two baptisms, uh, two candidates, and then several people that just had to you know make the. You know, 
for confirmation. So yeah. it was it was just a beautiful, wonderful celebration. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We had a similar thing. I mean, almost identical, to be honest. We did, at our parish, we did all the readings. It was about two hours, 45 minutes, yeah, yeah. two baptisms, two, yeah, yeah. Uh, two candidates coming in. And um, yeah, it really... Uh, I mean, you just look at the readings and the celebration of it, and I mean, it's just got it all, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got all, you know, the st- the story of salvation history, baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, Paschal candle. It just, it really is something epic. Yeah, you it know, was, it's it was, very, very beautiful. It was, it was wonderful watching the uh, one of the candidates actually when he went back. The the students are great. I mean. They just celebrate and rejoice right. with them, and it, it was just really beautiful, uh, a real s- excitement. And the young man went back to his pew, and it must have been—I'm going to assume his parents that were were there—and mm-hmm. he just started crying. You yeah, know, he he hugged his father, and it was just—it was such a beautiful, beautiful celebration. And then afterwards, we had the Christmas or the Christmas, the the Easter <laughs> the party, the res party, the so, resurrection party. So they have the one of the things they do. It's in the student union, and they have like I think they had five thousand balloons that they. Drop. Yeah, that was nuts. I saw that yeah. on uh, Instagram. So the students asked me, they said, you know, Father Dave, are you going to be there for the balloon when they drop the balloons? I said, if it's five minutes after mass, <laughs> I am. And so I think, I actually, I think they dropped him at around two o'clock, which I was, I'm, I do this stuff to get ready for Easter dinner where I make them sweet rolls and that kind of stuff. Right. So I have to get it all ready the night before. So that's about when I got to bed that night, mm. but I missed the dropping of the balloons. Oh. So did you, you didn't stay up till two o'clock. Well, I don't go on campus. No, but you still, you could go back to your house and watch Rocky. I, uh, not without you. Okay. Not without you. No, I went to bed. I probably got to bed at like uh, midnight-ish. Oh, but I was um, doing the 9.30 the next day. Also. Oh, okay. okay. So, because, okay. you know, so did you hit any of the daily, was there even a daily yeah, mass? Yeah, we had an 11, which I was amazed, Bob. We had 11 a.m. mass the next day. Well, the Friday's had morning prayer and then 11 a.m. mass. And it was Several hundred. I was I was surprised yeah. there were so many people that came to that. But, yeah, and and then Easter was wonderful. We we it was such a gorgeous day. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the weather here was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I've got a nephew here who's from Arizona. Uh, he's a freshman, and you know he's never experienced a spring like this. You know where the flowers start coming up and yeah. and the trees are blossoming. And yesterday was just the gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Do you get? Did Wait, the, so did, was he appreciative of oh, this? Yeah, you he you loved, led into it by saying Yeah, that. no, he loved it. He's never experienced It's funny because he was in shirt, shorts and a T-shirt. And, you know, if, if it's 60 degrees in right. Phoenix, you're in a park, right? So, <laughs> right. Do you, do the flowers bother you? You're like, no? You get sneezy or... Oh, allergy-wise. Yeah, no, yeah, I, well, also not that. Nor, okay. nor do they bother me emotionally. I thought maybe you meant I was some kind of curmudgeon of like, uh, new life. Yeah, I, hate yeah, I hate those flowers. Yeah, just, just like you feel about Christmas movies. Wow. It took a dark turn. It did. Is this your cousin Colby? Yeah, you actually, know, he's my nephew. But your nephew. So my uh, my son, my son Colby, actually also suggested that he and your uh, nephew should do a podcast together. Colby and Colby. Col- well, they're just going. They're just called hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So I can think you just come on right after our yeah, podcast. It's like, everything's horrible. What are we <laughs> doing right. here? Those old guys don't know I crap. Yeah, exactly. They're you. the worst. They're the yeah. worst. That's really funny. So yeah, have they met? I think so. Okay. Are they both in AMDG maybe? No. Oh, okay. No. no. Yeah, Colby's joining AMDG. But he's going to be a senior. Colby, my, my Colby's a freshman. Okay, yeah, they're a little bit Sorry, wouldn't Colby's going to be a super senior. i if Mike you even talks to him. <laughs> it's like, sorry, I don't talk to freshmen. <laughs> that's how it is here at Francisco. That's right. That's how it's we do It's a lot things. of bullying. That's and, how we uh, do things. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so You're, now we're oh, you go have ahead. everyone for dinner, family guests. Yeah, actually, visiting? we usually uh, hang out with another family for Easter, but uh, it just didn't work out. Okay. So it was us. We always pick up uh, a few people who are in students, town, okay. you know, students. So we had a great Easter dinner, and yeah, it was just a gorgeous day. It was kind of, you know, I I forgot. What did Jen make? Um, Bobby is our oh, okay. resident meat specialist, okay. and so he did okay. some oh, kind of right. beef tenderloin. Yeah, 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 he was really good. And then Jen made all the, the fixings. They looked really good. I just pass, kept passing the plate and waited for the mashed potatoes, but it yeah. was really looked amazing, and I, it probably smelled amazing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, the whole the whole day was great. You know, I actually forgot how much um, work Holy Week is. I mean, it's just tremendous. Yeah, you know my line. Holy Week would be great if it wasn't in Holy Week. Oh, I didn't know that was yeah. your line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just because it is. You're, oh, it's tons of stuff. You know, you want to be present. You want to pray. You want to be more quiet. You want to be more still. And you've got a million things to do because yeah. our life. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you had this on your end, but um, I was at like every practice for every liturgy. I, yeah, you're smiling. I don't think you had to go to those. I think just Father Dave shows up. There's probably some stand-in for you. You should thank whoever your stand-in was that was there for hours and hours of the practices. But yeah, I mean, there was a practice on Wednesday for Holy Thursday. There's a practice to a practice before each Good Friday liturgy because we had different servers, and then a practice on Saturday morning for almost two hours just to get ready for the the Saturday night. And I mean, it, it's beautiful and it's all necessary. Deacon Mark Ersty led them all, and I was totally amazed at everything he was doing. But yeah, it's just, and I think that's part of it. You know, like if you just go to the liturgy, um, you were so used to doing mass, you know, and, but then all these liturgies are so different. Mm -hmm. You really have to take time with the servers and the different uh, rubrics and the different things that are going on. I mean, it's beautiful, but it's a ton of work. So thanks to all of you out there. I know many of you are active in your parishes, whether it's helping set up flowers, whether it's, you know, uh, serving, doing whatever it is, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing when the community comes together, the singers, the choirs, you know, not just one psalm, but seven psalms. I mean, it's just a ton of stuff. And if, if what you do is you go and you participate in the liturgy, that's fantastic. But just also recognize that, and, and I think you spoke to it really well, that that's part of the offering. You know, yeah. part of the sacrifice for the priest and the music ministers is just that, is is that they're able to prepare something that allows the vast majority of the congregation, again, I don't expect everybody to be helping out. Because, oh, yeah, right. But it allows you to enter into a beautifully planned and prepared celebration. And even if sometimes there's a flaw here and there, or the right. reading, forget what the reading they were supposed to do. <laughs> You know, it's, it's all, it's all really blessed. In one of the, I guess we did the litany of saints after the baptism on Easter vigil. Does that mm-hmm. sound right? When we did Usually it? Before. And, uh, okay, great. So we did it before that. And the, um, our, our cantor lost a little bit of a track of, you know, it, it goes pray for us, yeah, but yeah, then yeah, it goes yeah. deliver us. Yeah. And then it turns into help us or, you know, hear our prayer. So she we forgot the transition, so at one point we prayed for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Deliver Lord, us. deliver oh, that's us. Great. That's I was great. like, "Wow, well, that's so not, much for that." Yeah, what we well. meant was what we meant. Was. Can we go back and pray for the Holy Spirit again? That's yes. fine. And I got to do the exalted. Oh, good, good, good. which is always an honor and yeah. a gift. So yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. I've only done. I only did it once when I was deacon, and I was so nervous. Oh my gosh! Who did the exalted? Because Father Rafino. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Nice. He does a beautiful job. Oh, that's too. great. Because you really don't have deacons. 
Um, it, TORs, you just have uh, transitional deacons. Right, we have, you don't actually have permanent. Or yeah, do you have like <clears throat> brothers who just say, yep, I'm going to be yep, a deacon yep, and just, yep, okay. Yep, a permanent deacon. Yep. It's, um, our province doesn't. The other province, and, and he might have passed actually, but the other province has a deacon. It's very unusual, but it, I mean, it certainly can be done. Francis was a deacon. Yep. Yep. So it can be done. Amen. So. It's Easter season, everybody, and uh, we thought we might conclude today. I actually had a question for Father Dave. Father Dave. Yes, Bob. It's Easter season. It is. And, um, you know, there's one thing that we're really excited about being done with Lent, or at least I am, because as I've shared before, not a fan of Lent. But Easter probably should be more than just, thank heavens, it's not Lent anymore. We have this Easter season and I just want to talk a little bit about a spirituality of the Easter season that's, that's not just, oh, I don't have to fast anymore. Because sadly, sometimes that's also the, just the spirituality of Lent, which is mm-hmm. I fasted, mm-hmm. and now I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Woo! Giddy up. Yeah. So, but I actually don't know the—I have some ideas, but like— Yeah, I mean, there's that popular meme that's going around that says we are an Easter people. Right. And while it's kind of— but but it's true. Isn't that St. John Paul II that said that? And Alleluia is our song? And I'm, I'm certain that... I mean, if Not you just say, a meme. I think I got a flyer from Franciscan about yeah, that. Yeah, if, if, he's, if you said he said it, I, I absolutely don't question that for a moment. But yeah, what, yeah, so I guess the question is, what does that mean? I mean, one of the things is that it, it is a time as... You know, anytime, but really, it is a time of celebration. That yeah. that if at the beginning you're you're focusing on the cross um, in the Easter season, you're focusing on the resurrection. You know, yeah. and and it's funny. One of the friars was saying, you know, I was praying about what I should preach about, and because he was able to preach on Easter as well as Good Friday, he said maybe the Paschal mystery, right? <laughs> but that's just it. So, the, I, and it's one of the things I love about being ch- Catholic is the Church invites us for the season of Lent to focus on the penance and the suffering, and now for the season of, which we don't honestly do a very good job of, the yeah. season of Easter, to focus on the resurrection, to focus on the grace. But also, as, as you'll see if you if you go to Mass regularly, um, you'll see the transition in the readings are going to begin in about, about four weeks, starting to focus a little bit more on Pentecost. Yeah. So you see this transition that takes place during Easter season. Yeah, so it's, it's living in resurrection, it's living in hope, it's living in the cross isn't the end of the story. It's yeah. living in light. Yeah. Yeah. And we have 50 days of Easter. Just a little bit longer Just than Just a little Lent. bit longer than Lent. And yeah. actually, we get an extra week, I think, or a week yeah. and a half, yeah. maybe. Yeah, because the I didn't see a shadow or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I do like the idea of uh, that we're... We're living towards Pentecost, you know, like, you know, just as in Lent, the end goal is uh, the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Easter, really, the end goal is not just Jesus risen, but Jesus ascending into heaven and then the Holy Spirit being sent upon us. And I think sometimes we can forget that the Paschal mystery is the suffering, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus into heaven. You know, that that ascension wasn't just a tagline, it was the definitive entrance of Christ's humanity into heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's actually when salvation was was one for us. Like that really completed the saving work of Jesus. And so we're in this 40 days of in-between times, 40 days until the ascension, and then we have another uh, nine days until Pentecost, where Christ is appearing to uh, different saints, you know, to the apostles, Mm -hmm. to be sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, We read about his appearance to uh, Mary Magdalene, and this idea that Christ is still 
teaching and still preaching and still empowering and still unpacking like we see on the road to Emmaus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, they experienced all there was to experience of Jesus and it wasn't over, you know, and so it didn't just end at the resurrection. Jesus rose and here we are today. Uh, He's really during this time building his church. Yeah. I mean, we see him, you know, the reconciliation of St. Peter, which is the end of the gospel of John. Uh, he's restoring Thomas, them back Thomas to home. Thomas gets another shot at Thomas it. Thomas gets another, like everybody gets another shot at it. You know, he really pulls them back together and, uh, you know, gives them the great commission, ascends into heaven and says, you just wait and see because you're going to be able to do everything I did. And even then some through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really a beautiful time. And the the, the empty tomb is, is the bridge, right, between right. the two of those through the cross and the and Pentecost. But the other is, and, and I think, honestly, as Catholics, maybe it's the, honestly, maybe it's the influence of the Protestant Puritanism, I'm not sure. But we, I think oftentimes we fast, te- you know, technically we fast better than we feast. Now, I'm mm. not talking about the people who don't pay any attention to sure. fasting or anything yeah, like spiritually. that. Yeah, right? spiritually. Right, right, right. Spiritually, right. Right, is that we have the understanding, okay, well, what does it look like to fast? Oh, that's easy. I don't, I'm not going to eat this. I'm not. Well, what does it do to celebrate? You know, what does it look like to feast? Now, it's not just, okay, I gave up sweets, so I'm going to eat sweets every day for the next 50 days, but right. it's it's really a spirit. I gave up swearing. Yeah, yeah. Look so out, now, people. Now I remember one time that this <laughs> this teenager said, you know, I, what are you doing for Lent? I mean, they, he was involved in some really bad things. It's like, maybe you ought to think about not taking that up again after Lent, right? <laughs> right. But no, I mean, to, re, to really celebrate, what does it look like? Again, this the line is to put, you know, put an E in your fast and make it a feast. But um, yeah, to be able to celebrate. Oh, that's clever. I actually never heard that yeah, before. Yeah, to make it a, I mean, that's one of the things about that St. Francis said, you know, during a time of feasting, he said, if the walls could eat, you know, taking meat and just, so there has to be some difference and some celebration and, and a sense of rejoicing in what's yeah. taking place. So I, I think that's going to look different for everybody, but you, I like the way you, you actually preface this. What does the spirituality of the Easter season look like? Not just a day or not even just an octave, but a season. And, and there has to be some celebration. There has to be recognition that, that the cross wasn't the end of the story. And mm. and that, that, that should begin to really penetrate our minds and our hearts, no matter what our situation, no matter how difficult it is, no matter what's going on, that the cross, the darkness, the difficulty, the struggle is not the end of the story. And we have to be able to live in that time of celebration. And I think tapping into the grace of it, you know, just as every liturgical season has yeah. a an imbued grace that comes with it. It's not just a a psychological thing because of the colors in the, yeah. the church. And so we just got out of a season where we had extra graces for penance, uh, you know, for mm. sorrow, for suffering, you know, for offering that up to the Lord. Now the church is actually giving us extra graces to celebrate, to bask in the joy and the mystery of the resurrection and the ascension, to prepare our hearts for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And really, I, I think... I think part of, the, you know, the one thought I had part of the spirituality of this time is really spending more time trying to open our hearts to the Holy Spirit in our lives, trying to be like the apostles, just a growing awareness of the power of the resurrection and Christ appearing, but um, still preparing us. You know, he, his work is not yet done, and uh, his whole plan, and this, you know, you mentioned about Protestant I was really blessed as a teenager, as I've mentioned on the show before, I was involved with an evangelical group called Young Life, 
Um, and I really got into the scriptures and just fell more deeply in love with Jesus uh, through their ministry. One of the things, though, coming to Franciscan, as I started to study more Catholic theology and, you know, read the scriptures in a different lens, you know, I, before I was reading the Gospels, and of course it's about Jesus, that's the focal point, and then you had kind of these crazy sidekick characters called the Apostles, you know, who just happened to be there in the room and stuff like that, sometimes almost just as comic mm-hmm. relief. Mm-hmm. But then when you read the Gospels, um towards the book of Acts, which is like the Gospels really culminate in the book of Acts, which some also call the Gospel of the Holy Spirit, that everything Jesus did, and that is that, that really is includes these 40 days that we're now celebrating liturgically, was about getting them ready. It wasn't just about Jesus, and then he, dis, and then he goes into heaven, and now 2,000 years later, here we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that the idea of you know, the Gospel of Matthew culminates with the Great Commission, not given to everybody, given to the apostles. The Gospel of John culminates with the reconciliation of who? Peter, the first pope. Like, it's very, very specific that um, his whole plan was to build a church formed on the apostles and that we're a part of that church. And so, you know, the spirituality of the season is the Lord was trying to restore them back to hope and open their hearts so that they could receive a full outpouring of the Holy Spirit to go forth and really be the first proclaimers of the gospel. Sure, you know, sure. I mean, it's uh, all of this was still a very private event. You know, not everybody in Rome knew what was going on. Uh, it was maybe whispers and the body's missing and no one's exactly sure what's going on. It's not until Pentecost that Jesus lets them know, hey, he rose from the dead. But in this time, it's still a very private private experience. And so maybe that would be a good uh, prayer during this season uh, that you could just ask for the Holy Spirit to restore you to hope uh, with whatever's going on in your life, that you could just ask that the Lord might reveal himself to you in different ways, uh, whether you were there the first time or maybe like a Thomas, it takes another time Mm -hmm. or two around, Mm -hmm. uh, and ask just that the Holy Spirit would use this whole season, both Lent and the Easter season, uh, to transform your life so that you can go out and be a witness to his light and love filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And Lord, we just ask your blessing upon us that we would live as a resurrection Easter people and that the way we greet people and the way we uh, engage them, the way we treat our family members uh, is uh, filled with your grace, your light, and your peace. May Almighty God pour his blessings on you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have a good Easter, Bob. Thanks, you too, Father Dave. And we'll be back next week praying for all of you if you have any prayer requests or maybe things that we should be talking about hope at franciscan.edu that's hope at franciscan.edu happy easter happy easter we should talk about easter movies is there easter movies no rocky yeah yeah